Hey everyone, we are going to talk about the character PJ. Pilot Jumper, honestly, I don't have much of a deep back story behind his name. I just looked up Kawaso. I didn't know that race existed, the Otter Folks. They sounded pretty cool. And um, their names usually tend to be nature based names. And so I don't know, Pilot Jumper sounded like a, a fun one, especially doing that PJ abbreviation. Really, really stuck. It was pretty adorable. I, I looked up Kawaso pictures from like the D&D books and I don't, I'm not really varying much from those pictures. So like, you know, fur all over the body, like more otter than humanoid. That, that's definitely a picture in my head. I was even thinking like, I think I was getting so into the meta of like, how does, how does his pack work? So his pack, I would think would be leather treated with oil. So it's waterproof because even though he doesn't spend his whole time in the water, he does spend a good amount of time. So it makes sense. All his stuff is waterproof unless he takes it off and he goes off into the water. So that I was really contemplating the physical limitations. I'm like, okay, the alchemist kit. <laughs> how would I how would I have used that alchemist kit in the river in episode one there? So of course I wanted a bow. That's what I think of when I think of Ranger. Going back to his backstory though, I think of him as a as a forager, someone who explores the forest a lot. He does, you know, hunting, basic fishing. Um and just my my core idea for Pell Jumper is he is a helper. He helps people. So with his weapons, I, I'm proud of my character choices. I chose a dagger and a light hammer, but in my mind, it's not a dagger. It's it's a hunting knife, uh, just like a basic knife he keeps at his side, and the hammer for like repairing tents, repairing structures. So they are more of tools that he uses as weapons when necessary. So I never actually used the hammer in battle, not yet at least. Um, I think more of as that as that tool to a means. Um, and then the bow, I haven't pulled out the bow yet in battle, but just more of the like a hunting bow for game for the for the village. I'm sure he has something in his pack. A, a small handful of keepsakes maybe a little pouch he keeps inside his pack with keepsakes and maybe it's some pendant or it's some more nature some sort of carved stone or a carved figurine. I followed the rules in the in the manuals and I basically took as much stuff that the rules are going to give me. I wasn't trying to make him overpowered, but I wanted to make sure that I didn't, you know, leave any stone unturned. So I don't feel like he's super overpowered, but I don't feel like he's underpowered as well. The vision I had for him is he was always always running behind the pack, always the runt of the litter. That's why I chose him to be four feet tall, even though I could have gone as tall as six feet. I think I envision having ooh, at, at least four siblings. It's kind of the, the range. I haven't settled on any, any sort of names or anything. You can have that un unfold as things progress. Uh, I also want to establish he's not like a twin or anything. He, he, he's clearly uh, not well, several years, however you want to define age in the Kawaso. He is clearly younger than his siblings. I want to establish that. I, I, might, I might be subconsciously pulling from my my life here. I have an older sister who's nine years older and then an older brother who's 10 years older than me. So I don't know, maybe I'm pulling from that. Who knows? Break that, break that down with a therapist later. <laughs> I feel like he's a little, PJ's a little sheltered almost. I feel like he's read a lot of books or whatever comes through town, whatever the traders bring. So he knows a lot about the land, but personally hasn't experienced it yet. So he has this little bit of naiveness to him just because he doesn't have that experience that's hardened him quite yet. But he knows he's got the book smarts to 
survive. He just hasn't put it into practice quite yet. He doesn't, he doesn't rush into battle. He supports, but he's willing to fight. He knows what he needs to do to stay, stay alive, but to protect those that he cares about. The optimist in me with how I'm designing the character, I, I believe he is survivable. Uh, as compared to some like someone who rushes into battle or someone who's a spellcaster that doesn't have a lot of health, I, I made him nimble. So in an ideal world, I want to keep him alive. I like to keep him alive as long as possible if I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling good so far. Uh, there, I, I definitely look forward to more opportunities um, so I can make those choices as a ranger, as a Kawaso. Um, I think overall, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling pretty good so far. With his journey, I, I feel his, his need for, hmm, I feel like his family is important, but just as important as the village. Like the village is his family and his immediate blood relatives for sure have the higher priority, but for the good of the family, for the good of the village, he, he leaves to fight to, to save the village. So yes, family is important, but the community is so well knit. Honestly, the lines don't necessarily blur, but it's just it, all the connections are strong. Family, family blood is definitely stronger, but but not like much, much more in my in my head. Then that that can still be worked out and kind of teased out a little bit more, but that's kind of what I'm thinking at the moment. With his family and with his village in general, going back to the map you've established, I don't know if our listeners ever going to get a chance to see the map, but uh, the Kwasto village is in the northwest kind of arctic area and so it's more isolated so i don't think i don't think big tragedy or war or any sort of big conflicts really have gotten to that area it's just so far out of the way i mean travelers and traders go it's probably a small bit of a port town but it's kind of a sleepy town nothing too crazy going on so i still picture him having having both family members and a pretty pretty well-knit community no major calamities i don't see a war-torn land there's it's strong community there's definitely gossip everybody knows everybody's business but at the end of the day there there are they are a well-knit community they are quote-unquote isolated but they are aware of the overarching politics of the land and so they they would be aware of they would still pay taxes to the kingdom and have that once then there's you know there's some trade as well so they are connected with the world at large um but since they are isolated they don't have as much yeah i'm enjoying this thanks man all right keith thank you so much for this time and uh have a good day bye